We all have so much to do. We could work all day if we allowed ourselves to, because there's more work to do than there is time to do it. I could say the same about laundry. Is it really ever done? It does not feel like it. Welcome to You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. You are ambitious in life and in your career, but something is missing. You want to bring more of your passion to what you do, because let's be honest, you pour a ton into your work and it needs to mean more. I'm your host, Laura Eigel. I'm a mom, wife, PhD, coach, advocate, introvert, and indoor rowing fanatic. I'm passionate about living a life that's in line with my values. We'll give you the actionable tips and tools you need to lead with your values, make a difference, and have career success. The world needs more diversity and authenticity in the top jobs at organizations. Your leadership belongs there. You belong in the C-suite. If you've been listening to this podcast regularly, or if you know me well, you know I live a life and career aligned with my values and I help others to do the same. Last weekend, I was out with a good friend. My leadership coach self can't help but ask my friends how their jobs are going. Work is such a big part of life and there's so much change going on right now for everyone. After a long discussion, my friend called me a career therapist. It was the best compliment ever. No, I'm not a real therapist, but I can help you find career clarity to give you clarity on what matters most. And that's why I've built the You Belong in the C-Suite group coaching program. In the six-month program, I help you gain clarity on what matters most, create the action plan to get there, to reach career fulfillment, and lead as your authentic self. Here's what some of the program participants are saying. Because of this program, I've been more intentional about understanding my values and aligning my professional and personal life according to what I value most. I've also taken the time to deeply reflect on how I want to show up as a leader. This program has shown me that it's okay to make decisions that are truly in my best interests. I know that if I'm 100% true to myself, I can lead in more powerful and impactful ways. Another participant said, participating in this program helped me gain the clarity I needed on what was most important to me in my career. The exercises, reflections, and conversations with supported women have helped me to make a career change that I would not have otherwise made. The structured framework coupled with the dynamic dialogue allows for personalized experience in a group setting, best of both worlds. If you are a high achieving woman and want more fulfillment in your work, learn more at thecatchgroup.com. Apply to You Belong in the C-Suite Group Coaching Program now. Welcome to this week's episode of You Belong in the C-Suite Podcast. I'm so excited that we are already in our second season and are bringing you new guest interviews and solo episodes. By now, you know that I'm a lifelong learner. I learn best when I get examples. So I love to give you examples and stories from my life and career. In today's episode, I want to talk about prioritizing with your values in mind. We all have so much to do. We could work all day if we allowed ourselves to, because there's more work to do than there is time to do it. I could say the same about laundry. Is it really ever done? It does not feel like it. So we have to prioritize the things that are important and to put boundaries in place. That is through my values. About a year ago, we launched the catch group 
and time has flown by. I've gotten the question recently, how do you prioritize different opportunities, especially now that I'm balancing the priorities of my business? So I wanted to give you a recent example of how an opportunity presented itself and how I use my values to make a decision to prioritize an opportunity. Let's get started. Okay. So in my business, I generally spend time in a few ways, one-on-one coaching for executives, group coaching for executives, and working with senior teams and organizations to build the leaders within their company. And I do that in a number of ways, like senior leader assessments, leadership coaching, people manager training, or building their culture aligned to their values, mission, and vision. I'm also creating content like this podcast. I'm also writing a book. So lots of different things. And as I reflect on my values, many of my values have been met through the work that I do. So for my values of growth, there's a lot of task variety that I get to do. There's learning new industries through new client work, meeting new challenges that clients have. For my value of development, which is building the capability of my clients, I get to do that every single day. I'm also able to meet my value of advocacy through this podcast by amplifying voices that are different than mine and as an entrepreneur for paying women-owned and BIPOC-owned businesses to partner with. I also have a flexible schedule. I get to work from home most of the time, and that's meeting my value of family and balance, balance through getting that much-needed alone time through walks and exercise. I felt more fulfilled this year than I ever have in my career. And it's a really great place to be. At the end of last year, I was asked to teach a class at the school that I got my master's. I got my master's in experimental psychology. That program doesn't exist anymore there. But while I was there, I took a class um, in graduate school called organizational psychology, which is the application of psychology at work. And it changed my career trajectory. After taking that class, I ended up finishing my master's there, but instead of going into academia, I changed to another PhD program into an applied psychology program. And that class was the catalyst for that. And from that applied psychology program, I got into organizational psychology. And that was the training that I use even to this day to do my job every day. And through networking and my credentials, I was asked to teach an organizational psychology class where I got my master's at the undergraduate level. And it felt very full circle. And I immediately wanted to say, yes, of course, I'll teach this class that totally changed my life. But of course, I needed to think through it and process it. Um, Would I really have time for this? Yes, it's a paid opportunity. But it wasn't really about that for me. It was mostly about time. So would I have time for this extra thing, especially with all of the client work that I have? Is this the right time? So I use my values to help me make the decision. I ask myself, is this in line with my values? So let's see. Um, My values of growth. I have never taught a class in higher education before besides being a teacher's assistant in graduate school a couple of times. So it would be a fun opportunity to do that. I'd also get to dig into the nuts and bolts of the content of my training and profession. And that would be really fun. You know, my inner geek, which is pretty high, was very excited about this. So it would meet my values of growth for sure. 
now my value of development, I would get to develop a generation of people that I haven't really gotten access to before. I've been developing leaders my whole career, but usually I'm teaching adults or coaching adults that have been in the workforce for a while. If I could include and teach about, you know, how the work is really getting done, not just how you learn about it in school, but the practical application of it. I really thought that would be amazing and potentially motivating for others. And and that kind of moves into my value of advocacy. What if I could motivate others to get into this field, other women or people from marginalized groups, organizational psychology um, as a field is relatively unknown to most people. So being able to talk about my career and giving them um, examples of how it's used in the workplace could be really great for, for others um, and motivate them to get into the, into the field. I'm also able to pick the book I get to use. In looking at books, I chose one authored by three people, two of whom are women. So that helps me meet my goal of advocacy as well. In addition, I would be able to bring in examples of diversity and equity and inclusion and belonging into the curriculum through studies and other examples. So I'll get to work to amplify others' work through that as well. My value of balance. So this was a tough one for me. So let me be super clear. By saying yes to this, I would be saying no to something else. I may be saying no to meeting times because this is this class was going to be during the day, a couple of times a week. And I would need to build boundaries around it to protect my time. I'd have to put in some time to build a class syllabus, slides, case studies, lectures, all of that. But a lot has changed since I've been in academia and the authors of the book um, built accompanying slides that I can customize, even test banks for exams. The school has a great learning management system too. So it's all in one place for student communications and assignments. I also had the choice of when the class would be. So I picked the days and times that worked best for my schedule. And then the, my last value of family here. I mean, my kids think it's pretty cool. They asked me how class went and that kind of warms my heart. They understand this concept of being a teacher because they see teachers every day. They love their teachers at their school. And sometimes I think it's hard for them to understand tangibly what I do. And so I think this gave them a little bit of clarity. So in my decision process, the battle was really about this time constraint and I, you know, I, I talked my thought process through with my husband, you know, as we do. And he said, you know, you always make time for the things that are important to you. And this feels important to you. What's the worst that could happen? He asked me, you don't like it, then don't do it again. So I decided to do it. And I decided to lean into this idea of time. If that was my biggest internal objection, then how could I lean into that? So I decided to use it to my advantage and build even more boundaries around my time. I set up automations with my calendar with technology to create time blocks. Now I block out my calendar for those two days of week that I'm teaching. I'm unavailable at those times to meet with clients, but I am available other days fully for them. I've started to block time also when I record podcasts. So that isn't sprinkled out throughout the week anymore, but instead it's a dedicated time each week to build out content. So holistically teaching this class has actually brought even more structure to a pretty structured schedule, which I thrive on. So now I'm adding adjunct professor to my resume. It's actually hilarious. People are calling me Dr. Eigel or professor Eigel. 
in corporate, I sometimes didn't even put my PhD on my email signature. And now it feels like this full circle moment teaching at the university that my career really started at as Dr. Eigel aligned with my values. The semester started a few weeks ago. And can I tell you, I love it. I'm getting a ton of energy from it. I'm excited to do it. And I anticipate it. When they sent me my new campus email, they actually linked it to my old school record and it had my maiden name on it, which was pretty funny too. I've since had that corrected. There's a saying, the busier you are, the more that you can get done. Sometimes I think that's true, but instead I'd say the more intentional you are in building a life and career aligned to your values, the more fulfilled you are. I'm intentionally putting in more boundaries to be able to be successful, to get this experience. I'm also saying no to other opportunities that come my way. If some are offered to me like a volunteer opportunity or something that's going to take a lot of time, I'm going to say, you know, Hey, in alignment with my values, I've already committed my schedule to my priorities, which this semester is teaching. So I'm unable to commit myself to that project, but thank you so much for thinking of me. So I'd like to leave you with an action. The next thing that comes across your plate, which you know is probably going to be tomorrow. You know, that extra assignment, that volunteer committee, or that nonprofit board seat, whatever it is, ask yourself, is it aligned to your values? If it isn't, then don't do it. Saying yes to everything means saying no to something else, usually something that might be more fulfilling or something that's for you. Ask yourself, what boundaries would you need to have in place for you to make it work? Remember, I had to put in more boundaries in place for this opportunity to make that work. So if you do decide to say yes, if it is aligned to your values, what boundaries are you going to put in place to protect your time to prioritize those activities? That's our episode for today. Remember, your leadership belongs here. You belong in the C-suite. I want to thank you so much for listening to the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. If you are enjoying this content, please remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. By leaving a review, you are helping others find this content. We will be featuring five-star reviews on air in upcoming episodes. Editing and support for the podcast is done by S&E Podcast Management. To get more tips and tools to help you live a life guided by your values, go to thecatchgroup.com. Keep your boundaries and take care.